Nothing lasts forever. A new report had a friend saying that the Eiffel Tower is full of rust. It needs to be repaired. Then in New York, the Statue of Liberty is undergoing yet another renovation. Even monuments break down. Paris hosts the 2024 Olympics, but how will the Eiffel Tower look by then? It's getting a cosmetic paint job, but this new report says that the problems go deeper than the outside. Across the Atlantic, another monument has issues, the Statue of Liberty. It was a gift from France to the United States back in 1886, and Gustave Eiffel had a hand in designing it. Thousands of tons of granite need to be replaced under the statue. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, where I get to share the great story with you that's all about Jesus. And this is another one of our programs this week called Christians You Should Know. Take me out to the ballpark. There is nothing like summer and baseball. They just have to go together. And as we continue in our series of testimonies this week, stories about how Jesus changes the lives of people, I wanted to go back to one we did five years ago this week. He's one of the best baseball players in the game today. In fact, many are saying Paul Goldschmidt is an early favorite for National League Most Valuable Player. He's leading the league on batting average, on base percentage, and slugging percentage. And he's a four-time gold glover. Goldie, as his friends call him, is simply golden. It's pretty amazing that, you know, as the Bible says, he knew us before we were even born and, you know, however many thousands of years ago that was. And he's got this plan for us to, to love us and protect us and eternally to be with him. So I think that's where I'm kind of right now in my journey is just seeing him as, you know, the creator and lover and forgiver. That is first baseman Paul Goldschmidt. He'll be back with us in just a moment to talk about how he came to know the Lord personally and to share the challenges of living for Christ in the public limelight. After this program, I want to send you the testimony of C.S. Lewis that's just out on DVD. This new film is called The Most Reluctant Convert, The Untold Story of C.S. Lewis. It's a well-made movie showing you how Lewis went from being an atheist to a follower of Jesus Christ. And as you watch this movie shot on location in Oxford where Lewis lived, I know your faith will be encouraged. But I also know it would be a great movie to share with a loved one who is struggling with their faith. Our number to call is 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or watch the movie trailer on our website, and then you can make your gift there at haventoday.org haventoday.org. And as we're starting out the program, let me ask you, have you ever wanted to visit the land where Jesus was born? Maybe even stand on Mount Moriah where Jesus died on the cross for you? Well, why not scratch this off your bucket list and be inspired in a way you never dreamed possible? Come with me 
late this November to Israel and Jordan. It's a trip you'll never forget. Find out more by visiting our homepage, haventoday.org. Now we're going to get this program going. Here's Jason Gray. I shake my head in my good fortune As I shake the dust off of my boots Yesterday I was an orphan Somehow today I belong to you Somehow today I belong to you a series, Christians, You Should Know. I'm Charles Morris. That was Laugh Out Loud by Jason Gray here on the program. A song of rejoicing and the salvation that only the Lord Jesus can bring. It's a series you're listening to, Christians You Should Know, this week. And I want to go to an interview we did back in 2017 with one of the best players in all of baseball, Paul Goldschmidt. He's been an all-star more than once, and won the Golden Glove for defense four times. 
and when we caught up with him, he was playing for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now he's with the St. Louis Cardinals. And interestingly enough, we did this interview with Paul from the dugout at Dodger Stadium when his team was in L.A. So, Paul Goldschmidt, welcome back to Haven Today. Thanks for having me, Charles. Let me just go ahead and get started here because uh, you've got a game to play a little later today. This September, you hit the Big 30. How did you get interested in baseball? Did you dream back as a kid to become a major league baseball player? You know, one of my young earliest memories is uh, growing up and playing little league. And you know, I love sports. I was always playing soccer, or basketball, or whatever. And you know, my dad was a big baseball fan, so he was like, "Hey, you want to go try out for little league?" And um, you know, I was like, "Okay, let's see what it was." And I remember coming home from my first practice and just saying, "Dad, I love baseball." And uh, you know, it's been my favorite <laughs> sport since. I just you know played it growing up and. You know, I had a dream of becoming a big leaguer like most kids playing Little League, but uh, I know know how realistic that was. And, um, you know, I was sure. just excited to get the opportunity to, to play in high school and then get a college scholarship and then be drafted by the Diamondbacks and said, Let's see where this opportunity takes me. And then a couple of years later, got the opportunity to get called up and, you know, just uh, really enjoying it every day. And, and like I said, never really, I guess, semi dream that it would be happening, but uh, I don't know how realistic it was, but just enjoying every minute of playing baseball as a quote-unquote job well and i've already sent you greetings from my wife and my 95 year old mother-in-law she never misses a game on the radio let's turn to the spiritual because that's what we're about our slogan is all about jesus here at haven today how did the lord awaken you spiritually how did he lead you on the journey where you met jesus yeah i mean i grew up in uh probably like most people going to church and um, but then as I kind of got older in junior high and high school, uh, you know, decided, uh, or just stopped going, I guess, and, or going that often and, you know, didn't really have a close relationship with Jesus and really got away. was just doing my own thing and probably enjoying it, uh, definitely too much. You know, went to high school, college, got away and honestly got to the big leagues and Jesus was, was not a big part, if any part of my life at all, but you know, through honestly our team chaplain, Brian Hommel and, you know, a lot of my teammates that knew Jesus and, um, they encouraged me and to, to come to our Bible studies and our chapel sessions and prayer sessions, stuff like that, that they were holding, um, in the off season. And my, my wife encouraged me to go to a couple study. And honestly, I didn't really want to go. I was like, man, this isn't for me. And, you know, <laughs> I, I guess I'll go just so my wife doesn't get mad. And honestly, over the next year, maybe even two years, just kind of saw, uh, you know, learned a lot about Jesus through these other people just watching and not really having much impact through my wife and seeing the way that my teammates treated each other, treated their wives, their kids, the love they had for each other, and then, you know, eventually the love Jesus had for them. So I decided, you know what, I guess I'll learn a little bit more about this Jesus guy and, you know, started reading the Bible and trying to figure it out and luckily had some great mentors and, and people that kind of led me in the right direction. And, you know, over the past few years of, um, try to dedicate my life to him as much as I can and you know unfortunately still making many mistakes along the way daily and um but just you know really yeah, appreciative of uh you know what Jesus has done and the people he's surrounded me with and allowed me to you know be adopted in his family mm, 2010 I think that was a special year for you I think that was the year you married Amy um was she a Christian already then yes she was and uh, you know we got married in church and I mean i I said, I grew up going to church. It just wasn't a big priority in my life. And, you know, that next year I got called up to the big leagues. And, I mean, this is just the craziest 
thing ever that um, Jesus is going to use being a you know major league baseball player to get to know him and uh, hopefully glorify him. But you know that's what he decided to do. And like I said, my wife was dragging me to these studies. I didn't really want to go, um, but you know I had to be the good husband and go. It, you know, eventually over time realized uh, you know it's not something to take lightly. No, it certainly isn't. Does anybody call you Goldie in your family, or is that just your baseball name? No, that's mostly just baseball. You know, uh, I get it. You know, it's it's at home. You're just yeah, Paul of then, course, okay. Paul, and uh, you know, it's kind of taken on a thing of its own here in Phoenix. And I mean, it's a lot easier to say than Goldschmidt, but uh, it's definitely uh, you know, it's kind of like the determining thing. If people, if I go by Paul, then it's usually you know a close friend or family member. If it's Goldie, it's usually someone. Uh, Either that I'm playing baseball with or don't know that as well. Well, our executive producer and his son are with you right now in the dugout, the Diamondbacks dugout. You have a lot of things in this world around you. You can just look out at at a ballpark and just see that. Some good, a lot of bad out there. But what's different for you now as a follower of Jesus? Um, I think it's probably just where my focus is. And like I said, I'm messing up all the time. One of my biggest things I'm battling and praying about now is just, you know, trying not to get sucked into, you know, what the world says success is or what fame is or, or riches and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, trying to break habits because 25 plus years didn't know Jesus and anything that he might want from me. So just trying to, you know, stay grounded in the word and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm messing up all the time, but, um, think that's you know just kind of my priorities in life have just you know flipped and 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 changed in that way um and and hopefully we'll continue Mm -hmm. to do that one of the things most people don't maybe know about is that there are a lot of ball teams that have bible studies including the diamondbacks some of you guys uh, on your team in fact you you study the word together don't you yeah i mean that's kind of what i was alluding to earlier when i said how i kind of came to know jesus as the guys were inviting me to bow say so we'll do them sometimes uh at the field sometimes at the hotel sometimes other locations coffee shops and you know be whatever group of believers we have whatever guys can make it and um get together study the word and we've had guys lead them we've had you know pastors come in and lead and giving guys an opportunity to do it on their own so it's been really great we take um we love doing it it's brought us all closer together and you know just try to have our own little church family here um, within our ball club, especially because, you know, during the season, it's, it's tough to get to, you know, the traditional church on Sunday or, or, you know, our schedules are so different. We're traveling. So it's, it's, it's huge to have that support group around us. Well, we've, we've talked about what Jesus is to you, but how do you share your faith? I mean, you're a famous baseball player. I know I said you're an, uh, you're sometimes described as one of the most underrated players in baseball, but, uh, you got a lot of fans how do you find opportunities to share your faith in Jesus? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm still trying to figure it out. So, um, you know, like <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm still really young in my faith. And so I think like the first few years would, you know, really knowing Jesus and trying to figure out what that meant was definitely exploring. And as bad as it sounds, probably not comfortable sharing my faith, which um, now mm-hmm. is, is, mm-hmm. is not the same. But you know, I think on the public level is I'm not hiding anything, but, you know, I think for me, the approach is, uh, you know, if I find someone and, and they're asking questions about, you know, where my faith is or about Jesus, I'll share what I know, um, as little or as much as I can and just kind of see where that goes. And I mean, I believe he wants us to, to share about him and share what he's done in my life and others, uh, other lives. And, um, so if I get that opportunity, definitely trying to take it and, 
you know, not shy away from it. But unfortunately, like I said, there's still times that for whatever reason, probably because I'm uh, just get sucked into, uh, you know, how the world can be at sometimes not feeling comfortable and, and keeping it personal and, and not sharing as much as I would like. But that's definitely mm-hmm. something I'm I'm working on and would like to do a better job of. And somebody told me. One of the chaplains, good friend of yours, told me that you have a special place in your heart for the book of Romans. You've been studying Romans, especially, I think, over the past year, haven't you? We studied it a couple years ago as a team, so it's definitely, uh, for me, just in my journey, was a good place to start, knowing uh, all that it encompasses, kind of the Old Testament, New Testament, Jesus' life, just everything was kind of a a good summary and definitely very eye-opening for me. And, you know, right now my reading plan and just going through the Bible this whole year, trying to just stay on it daily. But definitely, uh, you know, with with the Book of Romans was the first book that I ever studied uh, with a group or even by myself. Mm. Uh, We ask people that we have on the program this question, so I'll throw this out to you. What does Jesus mean to you? now Uh, i mean i think uh he means everything i think that's an easy answer but you know i think about it as it's pretty amazing that you know as the bible says he knew us before we were even born and you know however many thousands of years ago that was and he's got this plan for us to to love us and protect us and eternally to be with him so i think that's where i'm kind of right now in my journey is just seeing him as you know the creator and lover and forgiver um and just thinking how awesome Mm -hmm. that is that man each and every person on this planet he's loved and forgiven and and had an amazing amazing plan for you know we think about Mm. our lives in terms of however many years you know i'm almost 30 and you know would like to live more but talking about thousands and thousands of years you know he's created that everything that's gone on so just to really take uh you know how powerful and how mighty um that is is pretty pretty impressive to say the least Paul Goldschmidt, uh, I know there you are in the dugout, but uh, I know you pray out loud. Do you mind just leading us in prayer and maybe even pray for some kids out there that want to be a professional baseball player like you did when you were young? And you mind just leading us all in prayer for, you know, especially Christians, too? We, we, we all have a tough time living for Jesus, yet he's there with us. You want to pray for us? Dear Lord. I thank you for this opportunity right now to even be speaking on, on the program and, and all the people who are listening. Just uh, want you to know they're, they're in my prayers right now, Lord, and I hope you'll watch over them. Whatever they're going through in their lives, what they're struggling with, um, jobs, money, health, Lord, um, I want them to know that you're, you're there with them and you're going to be with them um, for eternity. For all those people out there who, who don't know you, Lord, or their faith is wavering, myself included, um, people listening right now, um, people not listening, I just pray that um, maybe you'll give them a little sign or you'll have somebody else just uh, really encourage them to know you, Lord. Um, There's a lot of people hurting on this planet. Lord, I just pray that you'll be with them and remember them always. And I just thank you for all you've done for us, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, very much for joining us here. Paul Goldschmidt, my brother in the Lord, thanks for joining us here on the program today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's not my life to live Not my song to sing. All I have is here for all eternity. It's not my right, just this. It's 
Jesus, we quickly see it's not about us anymore. It's all about him. I am they, and their song called Crown Him, here on A Haven Today. And a special thanks to Paul Goldschmidt for sharing his story with us today. We recorded that back in 2017, and I still remember his heart for Jesus. If you'd like to hear more from Paul, Check out the video that we shot with him on the field at Dodger Stadium, where he shares about the challenges of living for Christ in a materialistic world with a fast-changing culture. I think you'll be encouraged, and you can watch this there on our website, haventoday.org. I hope you've been encouraged by what you've heard in these last few minutes together. No matter who you are, the Lord can save you. It doesn't matter how well-known you are. We're all sinners. We all need a Savior. And every time a Christian shares their story, 
that's what you will hear. So you can imagine how blessed I was when I recently watched The Most Reluctant Convert, the untold story of C.S. Lewis on DVD. This is the true story of how a hard-nosed atheist came to know Jesus as Savior and Lord. And it's told from the first-hand perspective of Lewis, who's played by Max McLean. It's so well done. You're going to enjoy it. Even more, you'll be encouraged by it. And you'll be reminded that God can reach any of us, including you. So get one for yourself. Make another gift to get one to share with somebody you love who might be struggling with their faith. And when you make your gift, be sure and ask for the most reluctant convert, the untold story of C.S. Lewis. The number for the DVD and to make your gift, 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Watch the movie trailer on our website. You can give there and get the DVD there at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. One last thing before we go. How would you like to walk with me where Jesus walked? How would you like to see firsthand thousands of years of biblical history? I guarantee you it'll change the way you read your Bible for the rest of your life. Why don't you come with me in late November on the Haven trip to the Holy Land. You can read all about it by visiting our website there at haventoday.org. But one thing I can promise you, if you come, and I want you to, it'll be the trip of a lifetime. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so very, very, very much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together this great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. We've all seen that look, the look of devastation when a child realizes they've done something wrong. We've all given that look, I'm sure. We know what it feels like to have wandered far from the Lord, to have gone off following into our sin, we know what it's like to feel regret. And when we feel regret, we need to remember, Christ welcomes us back. Hosea 14, the Lord speaking to prodigals says, I will heal their waywardness. I will love them freely because my anchor has turned away from them. The Lord's word for us who feel regret right now, I will love them freely. His healing love comes to us in Christ. In Christ, his anger is turned. Get to know Jesus better. Visit getanchor.com.